Tonight's story is called I Accidentally Started a Zombie Apocalypse, written by Gretchen O on r slash no sleep. It all started when my dog died. Let's call him George. George had been my best buddy ever since I'd been 12. And as you can imagine, his passing away left a deep hole in my heart, even bigger than the one I had dug out in my backyard to bury him. However, as people say, I was sure that one day I would move on from it. It was just that this process was taking far longer than I had thought. I still found it hard to get up in the morning, and I still found it hard to believe that I would never hear George's footsteps as he bounded into the house. I used to hate how he would always make a mess walking in, but now I wanted nothing more than for him to walk in and tear the furniture to pieces one more time. In my grief, my sleeping pattern was pretty messed up. I ended up taking a nap that afternoon that lasted well into the evening, and as you can imagine, I really didn't feel like sleeping later on at night. I decided that maybe taking a walk would clear my mind a little. I didn't want to be in my house as it brought back memories of George. George and I usually go and take a walk in the nearby park, so I went on another route. This one ended up leading through the cemetery, which is a bit unnerving, but I didn't want to turn back at that point. It was during this walk that I saw something I wasn't expecting. A large group of people gathered around in a circle off in the distance. At first, I thought it might be the local parent-teacher association, the PTA, meeting coming together. Now that I look back on what I saw, that seems unlikely. After all, all these people were wearing strange black cloaks and had their weird ornament around their necks. They were wearing masks. Nothing weird about this in these times but these completely hid their faces. They were also holding knives, and one of them was tied up and gagged. Not to mention, why would the PTA meet outside the school? And in a cemetery near midnight? Yeah, they probably weren't the PTA, but I hadn't pieced that out that time. So, I decided to walk up them and say, Hello, thinking that some conversation might take my mind off things. One of them saw me approach and screamed, We've been found! Run! All at once, the gathered people scrambled away in random directions, even taking the man who had been tied up with them. I was rather upset, as you can understand, that these people were avoiding me. How rude do you have to be to run away right when you see someone? Anyway, I noticed something on the ground. It appeared that these people had dropped something in their hurry to get away from me. It was a rather thick book with a title written in a language whose letters I didn't recognize, so I assumed that it might have been in French. I had taken Spanish in school, you see, so I had no knowledge of French. Now, these people might have been rude to me, but I figured I should still return the book to them. The only thing I didn't know who any of these people were, and the book didn't have any owner mentioned on the cover. While it was definitely not a nice thing to go through someone else's belongings, this could have been someone's diary for all I knew. I did want to return it to its owner and had no clue as to who that was, and so I began reading it. The text inside was also in this strange language, but someone had scribbled out what I guessed were the translations in English. The handwriting even seemed a little familiar, but I chose to ignore it at the moment, as my attention got to a page about something called necromancy. Apparently, it was possible to bring back to life someone, or something, as a zombie. It immediately piqued my interest, as it meant that I might be able to see George again. I decided that I could hold back on giving the book back, I wanted to see if it was possible to bring back my dog first. I was sure whoever owned the book didn't need it back urgently or anything. Of course, 
I wanted to be sure about what I was doing first. I called my local veterinarian's office the next morning to ask about his medical opinion on bringing back an animal with dark magic, but I was swiftly disconnected. Sadly, both the World Health Organization and the CDC didn't have any information on this, so I just decided to go ahead with it. Now, the whole thing required some ingredients which I couldn't exactly find on Amazon or even eBay, so it took some time to gather them together. When I was done and the next new moon rolled around, I stood outside George's grave and read out the incantations written in the book after I placed the reagents over the grave. At first, nothing happened, so I was kind of disappointed. But then I heard something. It sounded like muffled scratching beneath the earth. I began clearing it off and eventually came upon a wriggling paw. A while later, and I had unearthed George. He was a bit decomposed, but surprisingly, he didn't smell at all. He barked happily as he saw me, and I saw recognition in his eyes. Yeah, there were a couple of issues. For one, George seemed to reject everything that I wanted to feed him. He was undead, so I wasn't sure if that was an issue. Secondly, he was a lot more aggressive, at times trying to bite my hand. He never succeeded, though. But, I just thought this aggression was a side effect of having been buried. After all, I think it'd be a bit cranky too if I was buried underground for a few weeks. I decided to ignore these small flaws and instead spend as much time as I wanted with George. I can't describe to you how amazing it was to finally be with him after having lost him. It felt as if I was whole again. Aside from a few violent outbursts, he was just as playful as he had always been. While it was nice to play around with George, I remembered the book and the fact that I was supposed to return it. See, I had said that I sort of recognized the handwriting. I thought it belonged to my neighbor, who I'll call Johnny, and so I showed up at his house holding the book. Here John, I think you dropped this, I said. Immediately his face turned to one of shock and he vehemently denied owning it. But this is your handwriting, right? I pointed out. He said no, it must be some mistake and that I should just take the book away and leave. He kept looking around frantically as if afraid that someone might be watching us. Alright, if you don't want it. I then paused. But I should thank you for this. I mean, I managed to get my dog back thanks for this. His eyes widened as I explained what I had done, and he began to freak out even more asking to see my dog. I complied. After all, John had played with George before. I took John to visit George, and John began to freak out for some reason. I thought he'd be happy to see George again, but he didn't seem to share my joy at having my pet back. I think this is what set George off because he's normally such a friendly dog, but he went ahead and bit John on the leg. It was a shallow bite and I offered to wash it with soap and water before driving him to get a rabies shot. John just sprinted away at that point and I had to hold George back to prevent him from attacking John. I got that John was kind of rude to George, but still, I didn't want my dog to hurt John anymore. The next day I got a call from John's number, but it was from his wife. Let's call her Jane. She told me that John had been acting weird ever since he had come back to me to see George, and she was asking if he had taken drugs or something. I asked her what he was doing that was so weird, and she said that his skin was now grayer and had bitten her last night in bed. I told her I thought that was kind of kinky and not what I would be comfortable with, but if that was what the two of them wanted to do, I had no real business judging them for it. For some reason, she got frustrated when I said this, and she hung up on me. Things have gotten progressively weirder over the week since then, guys. My town has been in lockdown for the past three days. 
I thought it was the virus that had been going around the world lately, but it seems to be something different. People have been whispering about zombies, but they're hushed up now that the military has been involved and has stationed troops here. I hear gunshots occasionally throughout the day, and so I had to move George inside since he gets agitated easily by loud sounds. I won't lie, I'm getting kind of scared now. I haven't heard from John or Jane for a couple days, and they aren't picking up their phone. I can't help but feel that somehow, I might be responsible for all that's happening. But even if there is a zombie apocalypse, all zombies can't be bad, right? I mean, George is one, and he seems to be fine for the most part. I really hope the military doesn't feel like they have to take George away. That's what scares me the most. I can't stand losing him for a second time. What do you guys think I should do? Please answer quickly. I think they might cut off our internet, and I'd like some advice before they do. I'm not gonna lie, this story sounds like one of my kids <laughs> decided to go for a walk in the woods and just forest gumped their way through an entire day. <laughs> like, it's, it's just so crazy to think. I, I was flipping through some of the, the, um, the comments and the, the PTA and the woods thing was so strange. It, it was, I get that it's supposed to be, I don't know, maybe the, the author is going for humor. But it just seems so strange to think that a PTA meeting would be up in the woods. It'd be strange to think that, uh, I mean, this is basically Pet Cemetery, but the idea that Pet Cemetery could be turned into like a zombie apocalypse kind of thing. You know? Yeah, very strange. Very strange story. Um, but for all the kind of crappy, bad stories, you can appreciate some of the better ones. So you, you need like some kind of schlock, some kind of crap in order to uh, have a, a solid horror ecosystem. So I'll, I'll take any story, good or bad. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I did, even though I kind of crapped on it. I didn't mean to. The story was fun to read. but And who doesn't love dogs? So I'd, I'd probably bring my dog back too. Um, and say damn to the zombie apocalypse. Who cares? I got my puppy back. But I hope you enjoy the story. I'll talk to you guys later. And uh, remember... To always face your fears.